Okay. I'm going to talk about I'm going to talk about the price. What is a price? Who can tell me the meaning of a price? When someone mentions a price, what clicks in your mind? Uh-huh, sister, tell me. What is a price? Give her a microphone. What is a price? A price refers to to an amount of money that, that is used to buy something. The sentence over you go now go into again. Chidem. A price refers Mwendo. to an amount of money Mwendo. that Mwendo. someone Mwendo. can use to purchase something. Thank you so much. But. Some things are not bought by money. What is a price? Isable. The price the price is that amount of something which you surrender in exchange for another thing. Clap for him. Hallelujah. Amen. Again. The price is something which you surrender in exchange for another thing. In exchange for another thing, you can surrender something. There is a friend of mine who told me that he had a car, and someone wanted her, wanted a car. But the friend of mine wanted a plot of land. So the the the, the friend surrendered the car, and then the other person gave him a plot. Five by hundred. Amen. That is the price that she paid. So, uh, now we want uh, some prices are paid by money. And other prices you give in something, a commodity. In some nations in Africa, dowry the bright price that you give in they don't give in money you give in cattle you don't need money they tell you don't bring us your money but once you bring us 10 cattle you have finished completed the bright price that is also called a price someone can say that the price I want is a bible Amen. Amen. I once went to a certain family so it was a Catholic family. So I found an image of Holy Mary and it was taller than I am. So in that family, now that is the price that my father asked for when I was getting married. 
and they bought it. Bikira Maria bamugula million nyingi nyu. That Holy Mary portrait was bought for so many millions. Wegwali omuwenyi. That was the price. Kale, you surrender something to receive something. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, every good thing, every expensive thing is purchased by a price. Whatever you need, all good things they come with a price. You pay a price to receive. I have good news. Maybe it's not news to some people. Even spiritual things are purchased by a price. For instance, we were purchased by the price. The Bible says, Jesus purchased us with his blood. He gave out his life and purchased you and me. We were purchased. Amen. Even spiritual things are purchased. Complete Amina. Let me hear your amen. Amina. Amen. Now you could be there. And you've never known. That even at the devils they pay a price. In the shrines they pay a price. You don't get anything from the devil. If you've not met the price. Now even to God. They pay a price. Every good thing that you see. And it is in church. And it is in the life of a born That particular thing has a price attached. That follows it. That caused it to be in place. Now, first tell your neighbor what I've shared so far so that I can continue. Mm. You two used to sitting in a church as if you're in a bus. Hey, as if the I want you to, to sit you speak exactly what I've spoken. Those things of sitting in a bus as if you're headed to Magamaga. There is no amen, there's nothing. No, I don't like that. Have you told them? And when some, your neighbor tells you, you raise your hand and say, Whatever they're telling me, I haven't heard as yet. Okay, so we are back now. Praise the Lord. In godly things, a price is paid. If only it could get in your mind. I'll reveal to you secrets by the grace of God. Why do you admire some things in your life yet you don't have them? Ladies and gentlemen, in the few years that I've lived with Jesus, in the short time that I've lived, I mean, it's born again. I've discovered that they're born again. 
more than those who have even never confessed Christ I speak that as I stand up that time I've been in born again I've discovered that the born again the real born again others have been spirit filled others do everything but their lives don't have any changes they admire things from January to December and you ask yourself isn't the God of so and so their God praise the Lord who says that you've also ever been in a church and everyone is born again everyone who worships the same God others even serve and you see them work so hard but you ask yourself but Lord are you fair or not why is it that it's not like the other one who says that that is right it happens we shall then head where we are heading you know I want you to use your body your mind and your heart always move around when you are making research that is when you shall not because a born again who doesn't make research can even be in a cult church but they don't have any idea you're in a false church but for you think you're going to heaven because you don't make research you have to make a follow up on the gospel on everything going on in church at times when they close their eyes you keep your eyes open you have to at times keep your eyes open why do you tell us to close our eyes for me when they instruct us to close our eyes I keep mine open why would you just what do you want me to miss out on if I feel like closing my eyes I go ahead and close them now it's not a must amen Amen. I want us to make research because let me tell you something friends you have one chance to live on this planet tell it to your neighbor one chance to live on this planet one chance there's someone who told me that the Buddhists claim when you die your, your spirit or your soul enters the animal and then you begin to live like an animal you begin to live like a cow I don't know what even happened to that group of people praise the Lord the Bible says that we, we were created to live one then afterwards it's judgment you face judgment you face the judgment seat hallelujah now listen in the time I've been among born again this is the research I've made the born agains that progress I'm talking about one church you understand what I'm saying in the same church 
This one is progressive. This one is stagnant. This one is a mediocre. I also asked myself about that. Until I discovered. This is what I discovered. Can I tell you what I discovered? Let them first see it. Because I see some of you are not really paying attention. You keep giving them a glance. So this is what I discovered. There are people who have just embarked on a journey. They're not like one who already embarked on one. When you see someone who hasn't really made it, know that they have just started the journey. And there are also others who have already started on the journey. But they go to a certain point and rested. But the Bagandas have a saying that resting doesn't mean that you have completed your journey. Are we together? And when some people rest, they sit for good and become comfortable. You look at them and they're in a rest. Do you know what it means to park and you pull the handbrake? Praise the Lord. You find that category of people. They would have reached a certain level. But they reached a certain point. And they became content. They will pull the handbrake. And their season passed. And they stopped at that level. When I talk about the season, do you understand? Do you know that you can miss out on the season for sowing? And then during the harvest time is when you're sowing. That time you'll not have the rain that would have made your crops, your seeds grow. Also, godly things involve seasons. There is a time when it's a particular season for doing something. It's a season for studying. It is a season for working. It is a season for storing up whatever you have. And it's a season for enjoying whatever you enjoy the fruit of your labor. Retirement age. Praise the Lord. So you have to observe this season. There are some people that passed. And the seasons passed by. Then after some good time. When they are around 70 years of age. They wake up to go start up a business. At 70 years of age, how can you board a plane and go to China at 70 years of age? You come back and you'll be admitted at Nakasero Hospital. And they say, Pastor and I'll tell them that those are not demons. I don't cast out some demons because I see that they're not actually demons. The Lord is good. Can I proceed? So I'd like to tell you. I wanted to show you that perspective. That now back to church. I told you that. They've just started on their journeys. Don't see me pale and you think there is a problem with me. When we were studying in those first classes, you know every generation has its songs. 
If you've ever sang this song, you raise your hand. Most especially if you studied from the central region. What songs did you sing? Did you sing? Praise the Lord. So I'd like to tell you. All of us start the journey of salvation. When we have nothing to our Because the Lord calls those who who are tired, who are weary. When the world has hit you hard. And everything has failed. They tell you to go to shrines and you go And they rob you of your money. They cut you with witchcraft, but everything fails. So you sit down when your hope is has run out. That is when you find someone who tells you, Let's go to the born again. And you tell them, You know what? If only you could leave me alone. How I wish you could leave me alone. I have my religion. There is nothing I've not seen before. But then you realize that the people from the born again are different. How about I give it a shot? Some people are just even dragged. When when it comes to men, men are very argumentative. And, that, and for the women it's very easy for them to take their minds they easily make decisions that is why there are quite a number in churches praise the Lord they easily make decisions at times they make good decisions and other times they make bad decisions let's leave that at that but men take long to make them up their minds and at times that, that time by the time they get to the real deal the season has already run out am I saying what's right that is the nature of men the woman can tell them but you know what I was in church and I had someone talk about the same problem saying no those are lies they have that manly ego they don't really want they want to discover things on them and so many times once they see that you've defeated them they don't want to come with you they don't want to feel as if you're the one who has brought them here they just get a day on turning your eyes you find them seated at the back and they hate sitting at the front they sit at the back and they start spying who is tapping them <laughs> praise the Lord they sit at, at the back close your eyes they don't close their eyes they sit at the back and they keep spying that is meant for you but afterwards they change and when they are changed when a man discovers something then that's it when they make up their mind to do something they go for it that is the nature of men 
church. Let's go back to church. We have that first category. You see them not changed as yet. Please pity them because they've just started on a journey. We all came in as gods. Then afterwards we were brought up. We come very well. But it's the anointing that does our work in us. You know that very well. And there's also this other category. The they got to a point and go, became content. Never ever settle for less. What causes people to reach a certain extent and park? Poor gospel. Amen. I mean, you know it's the gospel that changes our perception. That the gospel changes one's perception. Besides the gospel, preached, even the people that we, we spend our time with, if you want a good life, may the Lord give you the grace so that you can live among successful people. Even if they don't give you a penny. But what you see and what you hear is enough to change your life. Who says I'm right? Who hasn't raised their hands? Praise the Lord. The people that you live are enough to change your life. If you live among people who cry a lot, you're not going to go. Your life shall not go past that kind of people that you live among. The people that you live among do a great thing in your life. That is why a, a child that is why where a child has grown up from matters a lot. I'll give you an example. Do you know that, that 15 years ago or 20 years ago we had so many street kids but where did they go? They're no longer street kids. Now they are responsible people. They are mature people. But where are they? They are among us. They are in Kampala. They are the beautiful girls you meet. The handsome men you meet. But do you think you can tell that they were once in the streets? Even if they are still thieves. Because they've grown up in town. They grow up seeing beautiful things. They go to a window and pick up something nice. And they come first in their pants up to that level. You talk to them when they have their tired <inaudible> but they're serious things. But you can't know that they're one. We Lord, but within them is a wolf. And when they see you closing your eyes, they say, now this one. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You think it's a born again. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Yet that's stealing your bag. I'm just I'm bringing this to you. There are people, to your knowledge, right? There are people who are thieves, who are goons, and they've never got inside, and they were kids, now they're old women, 
The old men, the grown-up men. So you have to discern. So I'm trying to show you that back then they used to beg. There were kids and they would never shout. But because they've grown up in town, they learned how to shower. They even know good things. They come and ask you for a job. And you see they, 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 they can get a job and marry. You can get a monkey and you give it bananas so it can sell them. Who has understood what I'm saying? Even in church, that those kinds of people. Even those people that come to saloons to ask you for jobs, they are one of them. Who understands what I'm saying? where a person has grown up home. what they see changes them and they're transformed to that very situation Amen. Amen that is why because I love good life and even I have a good perception I make sure that I work on the church ambience so that I change your perception because we come from different backgrounds you who is despised you shall be admired tomorrow but you will not be admired if your perception is a poor one if you have a poor perception you shall not have any good thing in life that you look up to if a child grew up from a good home when they grow up and get money they're not going to build a house that is below standard from that that they saw when they're growing up is that right or not if the tiles at your home if the tiles at church you grow up knowing that if a house doesn't have, a, doesn't have tiles then it's not a house what a child grows up seeing is what they become choose your friends wisely if you want to be well choose this life is full of choices you choose the friends which will help you choose the anointing you'll sit in choose Make choices. Hallelujah. Amen. What you want to become tomorrow? You choose it today. You choose it today. What friend have you chosen today? Iron sharpens iron. If you don't have the same perception, you can't be my friend. You can't push me forward. I have met good friends because I've seen them. I've exactly I've seen the way they make I've seen the way they fare. How many of you have understood that? Now, when we get back to church, the people who are in charge, we've left the mediocre category. And this other category, this other category that you find in church, the admirable. But 
They're stagnated. They're not doing badly. So this is what I mean to live one level for another. You know that every year let me give an example of phones. I've ever been with a phone. Actually, I, I got it as a seed. In that time, it was the trending phone. It was called Note 4. Samsung Note 4. It was the trending one. Note 4 was trending. The, the some brethren who saw that phone and I prayed for them a blessing. They raised money and said, let our pastor have this. Let him be trendy. Let him have this phone that is trending. So they saw that phone in me. My God. I just had it for two days. While I seated over there. Hmm you know what happened and the Lord told me to seed it in someone who was at the power and everyone who saw the phone looked at me with their eyes but I thank God that God performed a miracle for me someone saw the note for in me again smart watch but and it had a jail. Amen. And it would work hand in hand with the word. And I was like, my God, obedience is very important. The Lord is great. Are you listening? Now, I can remain with my note for. I'm not doing a smartphone. I have a smartphone. But it's a note for. Now the people who follow up on these various notes, I thank God. Now there's a note 20. Not 20 ultra. Not 20 ultra. I thank God because it's what I have. Now. And it's the trending one. Now listen. Not 20. Not 20. Not 4. And not 4. We are all smartphone. having smartphones. And all of us are doing well. But the person who has a note for remained at that level. He remained at that level. Now for me, I ascend up to that level. Now the born again who got into that journey and they stayed there. But now the, the notes are changing. I once had a note four. I had a note five. I had a note eight. I had a note ten. Now I have a note what does that mean? Ascension of level. Ascension of level. Now the born again who ascended to a level and they even spoke in other tongues. But that is what they are limited to. The born again who ascended up a level but they never went to another level. But they are not counted among the ones who 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 are not coun
And that's counted among the mediocres. That category is also there. There's also these other categories. Not twenty. Not twenty. Do you understand? Now that is why we want to draw this covering. What causes? Other people to progress. And others are stagnant. The mediocres. We, we took judgment off the first category. Because if you've just embarked onto a journey, an example, who remembers the first time you had traveled to Kampala? Ruth, when you had just come to Kampala, how were you like? How? You explain to us how you were looking like. And where were you coming from? The first day when you came. My first day in Kampala Pastor. I was coming from Goma side. And I didn't know where the taxi park was. Mm. I had to mm. board, get to board, board to board to board to board. from the taxi, yeah. the taxi park. They first take you around and then they ask you for 7,000. <laughs> Clap for her. You see? That is how we all alike. Someone can take you in circles. You're going to the old taxi park. But you're up there around Pioneer Mall. That is where the bus has put you. Where are you going? To the old taxi park. Is it where you're going? Yes. Sit. And they take you past Arua Park. And they go up to Chagwe Road. Go around to a window. And they're like, it's 10k to here. I think you've seen how long the journey has been. You understand that. And you pay them with a lot of joy and even thank them. That is ignorance. But a time comes and you start being knowledgeable. Today what I would like to talk about the reason why some born again are not like others it is only one reason it's called omwendo every godly thing is paid a price you pay a price for it rather whether spiritual or material blessings it goes with a price Jesus, the Lord we follow, is a price payer. Amen. Amen. He paid a price to purchase you and me. And actually, the price was not easy. He paid by his life. He surrendered his life and purchased the church. Amen. Besides that, because we were all simply purchased. The things that we desire. Let me put it this way. A person you see ascending levels is a price pair. Amen.
You go to a salon and you want a haircomb. Even if you give in a little amount of money, it's still a price. Every time you see someone looking good, no, it's a price they've paid. Man. Let me see. This is a price. Don't think that it's fixed free of charge. This is a price. This is money. Have you seen it? This is money. This is money. This is money. Let me see if this is also money. That is also money. Price. The more beautiful something is, the more the price that is paid for it. Born again churches. The missionary churches. Beat Anglican or Catholic churches. We were held captive. The, the, the whites would come with aid. And they would give us everything for free. They would build us hospitals for free. You understand that very well. And those great nations constructed us roads for free. And today when you go, when you use the express highway, they take five care from you. You live in contention. But when you're buying half cakes from that, you do not quarrel. Because we are so used to free things. No. Is whatever I'm saying right? I'm telling you the truth. The first born again churches. They used to come missionaries from America and they would come with the gospel and aid. And most born agains of that time. They used to get saved, but there was something that would attract them. After a man holding a crusade, he would even give out a blanket. Give out blankets. It's not bad. Amen. Amen. It's not bad. But it caused people to come and think that the gospel is free of charge. Are you there? Helen, if you sleep, I will slap you and you fall under the rain. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you there? Now since these people used to give us things free of charge We grew up knowing that the gospel is free of charge The truth is it's free of charge But the person who gives you the gospel has a price that they've paid It's like how a rich man can come and buy for us food here They've paid for it we are given the food for free bags. There was a price that was paid for it. It's like the miracles that we get from church. We get them freely. But you know that behind those miracles there's someone who paid. Even if you're taking them freely, they were purchased. They were purchased. And said, God, but they purchased them behind the curtains. 
understand that? Everything that you see, the healing of the sea, whatever it is, whatever you see in church, Jesus who is seated on the throne, I don't know whether you can picture him. He's the one who paid it all. And he said everything should be freely given. Long ago, I remember there was a British government. It came and gave the Uganda police cars. And they would aid put the stickers that said United aid. Kingdom. Aid over but every time you'd see that sticker, you'd think that that aid is free. But the British government went and bought. And it came and gave out. But it had bought. Hello? I can go and buy sweets. I've paid for them. But I say let everyone be given. Whoever gets will say that we got this Yes, you got the sweets for But the source, the person who bought, the person who gave you the sweets bought, now there is somewhere that I want you to get. Let the truth remain the truth. The reason why some people are faring very well in, in salvation, the price pairs. And what is the price? Because pastor, yes, we do not purchase miracles. Now what is the price you're talking about? I'm too privileged to tell you that what they call a price in salvation what they call a price in salvation all the preachers in the entire world are going to tell you only one thing the price is obedience but I want to go deeper by the grace of God. So that even the person who confessed Christ yesterday can understand what the price is. Because my friend, if you're not progressing, if you're not prospering, you grow and you reach that extent of prosperity. You grow and grow and grow. No kula, no kula, no kula. It is prosperity. People will abuse your Jesus. And it will hurt you. Even if someone doesn't like Barokoli. But if you were prospering Christian, there is no one who despises you. Amen. Amen. This morning I was at a washing bay somewhere in town. I parked my car. Then I saw a certain gentleman. And I'm like, I've seen this gentleman before. So my mind retract. But I failed to figure out. So the owner of the washing bay told me, came and told me, I'd like you to say hello to this gentleman. I was on my phone. So he came and told me. He introduced that gentleman to me. This gentleman. Have you ever seen such a 
a game on TV. I, I said my, the people in my family watch them. So he was like, this one acts in such and such a soul. But they wanted to say hello to you. I'd already seen him because he, want, and I saw he wanted to say hello to you. I saw that he was interested in greeting you. Can't you see someone who is interested in greeting you? Maybe if you're uncivilized. But you can you really see someone's continence that would like to greet you but they fear you. He wanted to say hello to me and I was watching the whole time. He'd look at me and then turn away and look at the car. He would keep on pressing his phone. Look at me again while looking at the car. Now when they got him up to come and say hello to me, he came wholesale. That's like okay. If I had come with torn sweaters, and and the owner of that washing, they say you uh, you greet the pastor born again. Would have told him, please don't even disturb me. Don't waste my time. But the celebrity came so quickly. Because the Bible says that he will bring whatever is desired of the world in his house. There is something that he was admiring about me. You understand what I'm saying? Now listen. If you want to see good things, you must be a prize payer. What is the prize? The prize is obedience. Obeying who? That is the level we are at we're now. Obedience. Every time we talk about there must be someone that you're obeying. In Isaiah, Isaiah the Bible says, Bible if you are willing and obedient, you will eat the best of the land. Whether you know English or not, if you are willing, and you say if you're willing, and obedient, and obedient, you will eat. You will eat the best of the land. The best of the land. You're going to repeat it. We kakati. Start. If you are willing and obedient, you will eat the best of the land. The rest of you have Damu. If you're willing and obedient, you will eat the best of the land. That lock will break. You know, someone told me some time ago, you preach very well for me when you're preaching in Luganda. But when you start speaking English, then it really doesn't flow well with me. Because you, the Bagandas, have a law in your mind that whoever speaks English is a wiseacre. That whoever is like this is a wise Whoever has fastened that tie is a wise Whoever is putting on a stiletto has is a wise Amen. Those things. So I am also draining all that from you. Used to sing in Congolese. Lingala. Lingala. Drunkards would sing not knowing any meaning, but they would keep singing. 
And you know what that means? And at times I think they, were, they meant that they praise were. the Lord. Amen. Amen. I send my regards to Saina, the Lord yeah. is good. I send my regards to you. Hallelujah. Amen. Listen very carefully. If you were willing and obedient two things if you want to pay a price willingness and obedience is the price but if you're not yet obedient you must have a boss Amen. who instructs you do this, do that. When we got saved, we were told that are you ready to believe Jesus to be the personal Lord and Savior? And then you would say yes. Yes, I've accepted Jesus to be my personal Savior and my Lord. You think about that again. Your Lord. He instructs you. Some of you love Jesus for one thing. They are Savior. Because He saves them. And indeed, Jesus saves us. Am I wrong with that? How many of you have testimonies? I have a testimony that the rest of you don't have. He saves me every day. Testimonies doesn't mean that you're getting cars, land, clothes, etc. But every time you have a situation that you can't pray yourself you pray to God or someone prays The person who has gotten you out of that situation is the same. And you has been drawn out of that situation and the process is called salvation. If you don't have money today and I give you money I'll have saved you. We're going to sleep hungry. So I'm your savior. I've saved you. They were taking you to prison. I paid something. So I saved you. Jesus saves us on a daily basis. He's our savior. Who says that Jesus is their savior? The, the lights hold you back and you pray. Then before you know it, Jesus has performed it. No search you make a sigh of relief as done with by Jesus Jesus has done it for me now when you got saved there were two things that came with Jesus you signed a contract with him how many of you signed a contract how many of you signed a contract and you say that yes I'm saved how many of you have not you're not yet saved it's not a crime raise your hand if you're not yet saved how many of you say that you're mediocre whether I'm saved or not 
that will be it for me. Anyagamba siroko I've never confessed Christ I pray among born again and I love Jesus. Omu bameka okuyaluwa. Who else? Nori in the other one. When I asked about when I didn't raise your hand, that means you're not one. Are you saved? Are you born again? Are you born again? Are you born again? How many of you have not yet confessed Christ? There's only one that we have. Now, my friend, when you go to the bush and the intent is hunting, when you get there, and you fail to get the animals to hunt. By the time you get back home, you find a deer that is resting in your coat. Do you leave it? Do you, spa- do you spare it? Now, brother, come and confess Christ. Some of you shall clap for him. He's not yet here. Amina. Oh Lord God, I thank you for this gentleman who has accepted salvation. I pray that you forgive him of all his sins. I pray that you fill him with the Holy Spirit. And I ask that you write his name in the book of life. When the saints are batching in. Lord, I pray that he will be among the numbers in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. You're born again. You can go take your seat. That is a small hand clap. We've gone back. We have to keep mixing. Praise the Lord. Now listen. If Jesus is your Lord, when he was leaving for heaven he said that I will not leave you I will not leave you as orphans I'm going to come back in a new form come with me in John 14 16 14, 16, 17, 18 it says, mm. and now pray the Father, and He will give you another helper, mm. that He may abide with you forever. Mm. The Spirit of truth, mm. whom the world cannot receive, mm. because it neither sees Him nor knows Him, mm. but you know Him, mm. for He dwells with you and will be in you. Mm. Verse 18 mm. I'll not leave you as orphans, mm. I'll come to you. Mm. 19, a little while longer and the world will see me no more. Mm. But you will see me. Mm. Because I live, you mm. will also live. Mm. Praise the Lord. Read in Luganda. Luganda. Mm. 
Have you understood? Have you had all that? Yes, when Jesus was about to leave, he saw his son saying, this man is leaving. He's the one who was giving us money for rent. He's the one who's been fighting for us. When the city council hems you in, he just sends out for a fish whose mouth you open and out of it comes money. But now he's left. Who has he left us with? He saw them very fast and said no. And he said, it's as if I'm leaving, but I'm going for your own special duties. I'm going for special duties. I'm going to sit on the right hand side of the Father. And continue to plead for you. But my absence. It doesn't mean that I'm not I'm absent. I shall be there forever and in ever. In the form of the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit will be your Lord. Even if you refuse to say amen. I don't lose it because of an amen. Praise the Lord. You say a bigger amen than that. Hallelujah. Amen. So, now Jesus if you were my Lord and you, to, you, you tell me that you've left but you tell me there's someone you've left behind me, the one you've left behind is my new Lord so I want you to tell your that your Holy Spirit is your Lord right now so you have to heed to his instructions repeat it the Holy Spirit is your new Lord right now. Mm. So you have to heed to his instructions. Now the Holy Spirit is your new Lord. So you have to heed to his instructions. Now the Holy Spirit is your new Lord. So you have to heed to his instructions. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor that the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is your Lord. And heed to his instructions. Have they understood it well? Turn to another neighbor. The Holy Spirit is your Lord. So heed to his instructions. But Helen, you're not saying. Uh-huh. 
Nenga ulida. Nita kati ono wabata ono gamboli. Ogo gamboli. E, kati gamboli ya gamboli. E, ya katuka. Mugambe. You tell that one was just coming. Okay. Now turn to another one and tell them the Holy Spirit is your Lord. And you have to heed to his instructions. So when he's talking to the other one and also the other one. Now listen. The Bible If you are willing and obedient it means that I need a boss to instruct me so that I can start obeying his instructions. In summary, there must be your master who instructs you. When he instructs you and you obey, then you have paid a price for the good things that you want. The price is obedience. Tell someone to create a healthy relationship with your Lord. Tell them. When did you last hear instructions from your boss, from your master? And what, what have they said? Do you still have uh, the Lord? Ask them. Oh, Jesus is just your savior. Listen. For most born again, uh, Jesus is no longer there. The Holy Spirit doesn't speak. Even when he tells them fast, they're just driven by their minds. If you still have that voice that instructs you to do something, if you ever go ahead and do this, then you'll have started paying a price. And that voice has to only be from the Lord. Now you ask yourself, if someone has just gotten saved, don't they pay a price? Yes, they do pay a price. How? Among the priests, that is where the Lord, that is the avenue that the Lord uses. Either God tells you, or He uses the pastors to tell you. Because Jesus said that He who receives those that will have received my Father who sent me. There are some people that don't know how the voice of the Holy Spirit is. But when the pastor tells them mop this place, mop, it's as if it's that has instructed them through the pastor. And what your pastor you, if you do it, you start on a journey of paying a price. Every good thing in salvation has a price for, for it, attached to it. Sorry. To gain the mass. So we've proceeded. Prayer is a price. Giving is a price. Fasting is a price. Forgiveness is a price. Serving God is a price. And so on and so forth. God can tell you. So 
forgive your rival. And you say that's very hard. And he says, if you failed at that, you will also not get land. Forgive your enemy. Now, if I can't handle that, what do I do, Lord? One day David prayed. He said, Lord, create in me a clean heart. Create in me a forgiving heart. Create in me a loving heart. If I can't do it in my strength, I go back to God to create that thing in me. I tell God to create it in me. Who has understood that? Have you understood? There is nothing impossible. Everything is possible. In salvation, everything is possible. If you do not have it, ask from the Lord and he will give it to you. But excuses are not allowed. Amen. Are we together? Let me tell you, people are badly off because they do not want to pay the price. A voice tells you always do this. But you develop excuses. Most of the problems are as a result of excuses. God can tell you get 20,000 and give it to Rachel. And Mr. Mind intervenes and he tells you that 20,000 shall cut off for your weekend. You have disobeyed already. We don't have that spirit of willingness. Someone ought to have that gift. I call it a gift. Every time we and you say, wherever you send me, Lord, I shall go. When he, when he calls me, I will answer. Whenever you send me, I will go. That willingness, willingness to serve, willingness to do the will of God. People are not willing. They are not willing. That's why God doesn't speak to you. Whenever the Spirit of God comes, you reason Him out. People really reason with the Holy Spirit. But one day Jesus said that my spirit shall never wrestle with the Son of Man. Genesis over 4-6. Is it 4-6? Genesis 12 of the canal. It is four six over over six four. Six four gambetia Genesis. Genesis six four says there were giants on the earth in those days. Uh, Four six. Four six says so the Lord said to Cain, Mm. Why are you angry? Mm. And why has your countenance fallen? Mm. If you do well, Mm. will you not be accepted? Mm -hmm. And if you do not do well, Mm. sin lies at the door. Mm. And it's that it's and its desire is for you, but you should rule over it. Mm -hmm. 
Now Cain talked with Abel his brother. Mm. And it came to pass when they were in the field mm-hmm. that Cain rose up against Abel his brother and killed him. Mm. Then the Lord said to Cain, Where is Abel your brother? Six, three, thank you. Genesis 6 3 says, mm. And the Lord said, mm. My spirit shall not strive with man forever. Chilaba. Do you see that? Have you seen that? Uganda, what does it say in Luganda? Mm. Have you heard? The Lord is tired of striving with you. Your is at a tug of war. So you Forgive. No, they will first apologize to me. The, a king's request is a command. He has commanded you. He's your Lord. The reason why people are not eating good things in this life. They are not obedient. They have not paid up. They have not yet paid a price. Amen. Amen. If you are willing, you know a voice can tell you go to church and you say it's raining. The border border shall throw me to the ground. I'll get an accident with the border border. You understand? I will not. So your friend insists and you're like, all these long clothes that I'm putting on, what if they get stuck in the rails of the motorcycle? but it is you that wants a good life if you are willing and obedient you eat the best of the land there are so many people they are at a tug of war with the Lord they are in a tug of war with God why do you stay? What did you come with? Who brought the other? When will you stop being argumentative? Answer me. I'm going to stop. It's you that wants God, but you're dragged here. Are you a sheep or a goat? When will you ever come to church without anyone dragging you here? No. It's going to stop, Pastor. Madam, where do you stay? Kasangati. Kasangati. Why do you drag your friends? And then come and pray. Hmm. I've never even seen you. Do you pray from here? I prefer from here. Take off your mask and, and see whether I can recognize you. It's very difficult for you to know someone that you demand money from. Your face is familiar. How are you related to her? My best friend. Best friend.
Now what did you tell her? Let's go to the Those are usually false prophets, please. <laughs> Those are men, the false prophets are the ones that are called <laughs> God. Now what if I'm a woman? Do you call me a woman of God? Thank you for coming. Next time I want you to bring yourself. Coming to church is paying a price. Now don't think that we all stay in one on, upon one village. How many of you are coming from Nigeria? None. How many of you are coming from Chira? How many of you are coming from Masanaf? How about old Kampala? At the other side, have you seen them? And for you saying you see the who comes from uh, who comes the farthest from the farthest place? This one is from Seguku. Seguku. This one is from Seguku. Who comes from the farthest place here? Who else? Where do you come from? Natete. Natete. Next time I'll be the one to drag you. But when you go back, you say that she raised me. I didn't even know her. Do you have my number? Would you even have called me when I was already here at the party? I know it passed. Where did you get it from? You people. Where did you get my number from? There's something that I was in need of. Now, did you call me? Did you send me a WhatsApp message telling me how you're bringing your friend? Wow. I want to love someone. So you love me in the spirit. Because of the fact that you brought me where have I brought you? Yeah, Tell us, give us a Maybe that will also be a place. Come to the front, please. And I, so that I recognize my friend. Come and tell us. Your your Clap for my friend. My friends are friendly. Have you seen my friend? She has taken off her mask. She has taken off her mask. Pastor Chimombo, do you know her? Praise the Lord. Your name is Amanyago. Uh-huh. Gift is her name. Where did you 
Kasangati. She stays in Kasangati. Okolawa. What do you work? Kola Oksalon. She works in Kasangati. But by the time I came, my life has not prepared. What has the Lord done for you? I, I didn't really recognize by the time I came, why did you used to stay there? I had a business, okay. but it all came to ruins. So I came mm. and prayed from here. Mm-hmm. And they continued mm. praying. You ask for people who are going to travel. I'm from an interview and I've been told that next week you're even going to travel but everything Mm. had failed I was not faring well at all Mm. I'd been evicted out of the house The Lord is good. What team do you support? I support Arsenal. Supporters who speak like you. When Arsenal scores, how do you scream? I scream from my heart. May the Lord be with you. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> she's called gift and she has brought her friend praise the lord I send my regards to Ivan Woji his highness the Kabaka kingdom thank you so much for coming wave to us Mr. Woji Stand up and wave to us. Mm. Is that waving? Praise the Lord. The price. When the Spirit of God tells you something and you do it happily God rewards you. Amen. Amen. The church has to have its Lord and that's the Holy Spirit. The pastors have to have a health relationship with their Lord, the Holy Spirit. There's so many people who hear from God but they don't do according to his will. So many people here are from God but they don't do according to his will. One day I told you of how I heard the voice of God. God was telling me to get my blaze and give it to a certain pastor. 
So I told the voice again, I'll give them a whole suit. But the voice was like, I've not told you about the suit, it's the blazer. Until I opened And I gave him the blazer. Just like I was instructed. Then I started pleasing God. After giving away the blazer. This is a testimony of some time back. There was someone who gave me seven suits. Eight suits. And I got three of those suits. And I gave them out. I remained with five suits. In obedience and giving out the blazer. It's the price that I paid. To get. Whatever I was not expecting. Everything starts with Everything starts with hearing. I want you to tell your friend that godly things are started by the Lord. And are finished by God. Godly things are always started by the Lord. If he is your alpha, he can be your omega. If he has not started it, he cannot finish it. I heard from God. I did as he told me. Because of excuses, I mean the spirit of disobedience, we hear from God. God tells you, go to Nineveh, prophesy to that city, because of disobedience, you take the same message to Tarshish, you don't do as God instructs you to do. You stay on the same level. You can't pay the price like that. You can't pay the price. The price is obedience. If you have ears, hear what the Spirit is telling the church. There's so many born against who are not doing well. Because they're driven by guesswork. They move by guesswork. I think God wants me to give. I think God wants me to give. I think God wants me to give. I think God wants me to fight. I think God wants me to. We are not governed by our minds. We have to be governed by the Spirit of the Lord. The Holy Spirit is our GPS. If you're going anywhere, I'm going to Dubai. Tell the GPS Dubai. I'm going to South Africa. I'm going to South Africa. Then the GPS will lead you. He will tell you take this route. Take branch here. Five minutes. Branch here. The Holy Spirit is your guide. And it must be your guide. The reason why you don't prosper. You just sit and plan. Think let me fast in January. I think let me give this to God. I think let me give this to God. I 
think let me give this to pastor where is the holy spirit please reach a level of inspiration amen the spirit must inspire you when the spirit inspires you you see the whole world changing many things change some people don't want to be filled with the Holy Spirit because they think that being filled with the Holy Spirit is related with the tongues is related with the tongues that is not the case when you're filled with the Holy Spirit he possesses you he will have taken over your life he begins to guide you he begins to reveal to you he leads you in the way which the father wants you to take praise the Lord the price is obedience but you can't obey when you obey someone you've not heard speak Hallelujah. amen so many people come to church but you know the way they, in which they come to church they come to church after they've planned that they're going to give in 5k but you can get to church and the Holy Spirit tells you to offer 10,000 and then you start striving so you leave the blessing right there because of your strife one day it was during a prayer overnight and I was preaching I was raising money I think it was for building I think we are constructing a wall fence but the people who who are there can have that recollection after looking for money and we had failed to get enough money the Holy Spirit told me that people have disobeyed me that have told to give but they refused now the Holy Spirit told me there was a gentleman seated over there and he was called Jimmy he told me Jimmy had 5,000 in his pocket I've told him to give it in but he has refused so I drew clothes at Jimmy and I told him Jimmy is the 5k will the 5k buy your life purchase your life he just reached out for his pocket and gave it is the only money he had so he went back to his seat while shaking his head the 5k was the price that the Lord wanted he wanted him to surrender the 5k then the Lord would open the windows and give him what he desired so many times you've heard the voice the Bible says when you hear the voice do not harden your heart but our hearts are hardened tell your neighbor our hearts are hardened our hearts are hardened tell them our hearts are hardened praise the Lord people desire good things but they fail to pay the price wonder as praying and as here it was July it was during the fasting period 
Lord, please bring money. That plot of land that you fenced, we had failed to get enough money to pay for it. Sars in prayer. And God wanted to take me to another level, but I had to pay a price. He told me, go and sell some of, of the if things that I've given you. If you're to sell a plot of land, it's up to you. Get me 20M and see what I'll do for you. I first observed silence. And my prayer was put to a halt. Every time that the Lord talks about money, you feel like fainting. So I was about to grumble. God, I, I thought you were prospering me, but you're taking all this from me. I did it. I took 20M. From that time, God, uh, please pardon me because I don't remember some of the things. But my life changed. Are you listening? I'd spent some good years. And I wanted land where I could start up my own graveyard. I remember there's a certain gentleman called Tamale. Because I desired that so much, he told me, Pastor, I'll give you one acre of land in Bulemezi because I have land there. And I really insisted on him. Tomorrow the other day, tomorrow the other day. Then I, I saw that Tamale had turned into a muhima. Do you know who a muhima is? When a muhima is at a, fan, a party, rather, he gives out cows. Every time. He's happy, he says, I've given you a cow, I've given you a cow. You know that cattle could be grazing in Nangabo. And Kasanga But he, he towards them in his car. Every time you come for the calf that you were given at the party. He now the, he, it grazed from Chiti. Goodness, it, it grazed from Chiti. A time comes. And you really travel now with the So what do you do? when the party comes and you're also like you tell him I've given you a cup as well Amen. and that is how so the plot of land had become like that of the Bahima so I quit but I blessed the Holy Spirit it was painful but it benefited me I can say now I obeyed but today I have nine acres. Praise the Lord. I have nine acres. And I've even built a house upon the, the, that land. Now I have a village. You understand? God saw that I was in need. And he said, let me see. Let me see if you can get rid of some of the things that I've given you. If it were not for the grace of God, I wouldn't have done it. You too. At least you get money that you can't give in something tangible. If you're simply told, given an instruction about money, 
And you're like, no, this church is impossible. I wanted good things from it, but no, I will not handle. The price is in obedience. Walk from one end of the earth to the other. But whenever you disobey God, you will not prosper. And obedience. I don't want to tell you it's only involved in money. The Lord can tell you to forgive someone. I usually talk about some gentleman called Tumusimi. He suffered from ulcers for 17 years. And he grew as thin as that. How many of you know Tumusimi? Many of you know him. He used to stand before you and testify. But one day, he came for counseling. And the Holy Spirit helped me. And I told him to see me. Godly things are amazing. I asked for one name. And within his heart, he knew that that is the person I was asking about. I, I kept quiet and I said to him, Do you know who Nalongo is? He kept quiet. And he said, yes, I know her. And I asked him where she stays. And he told me where she western. stayed in the village, in the western. He was like, you forgive her. She kept, he kept quiet. Got out her hanky and wiped his face. Started crying. And he said, I cannot. Then he told me the reason why he couldn't forgive her. He told me I wouldn't be the way I am. But that woman is the one who brought us to this level. Pastor, pardon me, I haven't disobeyed you, but I cannot. I also told him if you can't, that's it for me. I asked him, have you ever told me anything about her? Said, no. I asked him, how do you think I got to know her? It is the price that the Lord wanted him to pay. But before, his, before he left the seat, the Lord gave him grace. grace. And he said, Pastor, I've accepted, I've forgiven her. Within his heart, he accepted that Lord. He accepted the defeat. He let Nalongo have a victory. In his heart, he even, if I see, even if I meet her anywhere, I, she's not indebted to me in any way. That was the price. He obeyed Yagonda. the voice of the pastor, the voice of the Holy Spirit. That was his beginning. This is what he says that very day. He forgot to swallow the tongue. He used to take her medicine that would take away the pain from the ulcer. But that day he forgot. And the following day he forgot. His mind just remembered that he wasn't having the tummy ache he usually had. So he was like, no, I will not rush. So a few weeks passed, but he was not feeling Afterwards, he came and told me, but ever since I came out of that counseling session, do you think I've ever gotten pain again? Pastor, I think I'm healed. 
His healing was connected to his forgiveness. His unforgiveness was taking him to hell. Even if he had accepted 